welcome to the Oracles of Ancient Truth podcast. We are your hosts today. I'm Caitlin Jones. And I'm Sam Lauer. And we got a triple whammy for you guys. Today we're going back to space to the stars and the planets. We have another planet in retrograde. And we are so thankful that we have Sam here on this earth with us to teach us about what's going on in space because... Without Sam, we would kind of be lost right now. At least I would. So I'm just going to hand it over to Sam. And I'm just going to be basically asking any questions that I feel our listeners would want answered. So take it away, Sam. All right. Sounds great. Sounds great. Okay. So, yeah, you guys, Saturn went into retrograde yesterday. And Saturn is, like, essentially the planet of growth and restriction enabling growth, um, power, authority, boundaries, structure, maturity, um, sometimes disappointment, but always discipline. So Saturn going into retrograde is, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it because Saturn is, it's like, it's like a, how do I say this nicely? It's like a bossy dad energy. And like sometimes that's a lot. And so <laughs> I'm just thinking of that song from middle school that's like, I'm bossy. You oh know my that's God. <laughs> anyways. Bossy in dad form. It's just like, oh my goodness. So yeah. Okay. But Saturn in general, to give you some facts about its retrograde period first. It goes into retrograde just a bit over once a year, and its retrograde period lasts for about four and a half months each time. So this time around in 2019, it went into retrograde yesterday, um, or no, yes, yesterday, April, what is the date even? The 29th was yesterday, (laughs) Um, and it will go back into direct motion on September 18th. Of 2019. And this guy spends about two and a half years in a sign. Saturn spends about two and a half years in a sign. And every 30 years, it returns to its original spot. But this time around in 2019, we have Capricorn going, or I mean, we have Saturn going into retrograde in Capricorn. And these guys are intimately correlated because. The sign of Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. So like very, very connected. And it's going to happen at the degrees of 20 to 13 of Capricorn, which is interesting because if you've listened to our Pluto retrograde episode in 2019, Pluto is going into retrograde in the 25th and 20th degrees of Capricorn. And then taking over at the 20th degree, Saturn goes into retrograde and takes over until the 13th degree. So it's like almost the entire sign of Capricorn is like bubbling with retrograde energy for the next few months. Not only that, but we have Jupiter in its sign and Saturn in its sign in retrograde together at the same time. Amazing point. Amazing point. What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? It's a big moment. Oh my gosh, I feel it. And so like what you can do for yourself this year while all this is happening is you can look 
to those degrees in your chart and see what's happening. And I was just sort of fascinated because when I looked at the degrees where all this stuff is going on, it is so synchronicitous even more so because like Jupiter is taking over the 24th to 14th degree. So those like 10 degrees anywhere in your chart where you have a planet at the 14th to the 24th degree is where you will see yourself expand with this Jupiter retrograde energy. And then within that 24 to 14, there's like two chunks, whereas like the higher chunk of numbers, 20 to 25, is taken over by Pluto right now. So you, you can see, especially if you have something in those degrees, a planet in those degrees in your chart, that's where you're going to not only expand, but transform. But on the lower end of those degrees, from like 13 to 20, not only will you expand, but because of this Saturn retrograde energy, you're going to also be assessing progress you've made there. So it's just like, mm, such a great sense of expansion overall and growth. And yeah, it'll be a pretty introspective summer, but I think a lot of us are also going to see incredible changes in our lives. Mm. All right. <laughs> yep. So that's what's up. That's how. Okay. So we already did like an overview in the last episode of the energy of Capricorn, but just in case anyone missed it, can you just go through that again quickly? Like I know it's the boss energy, but yeah, what else is Capricorn bringing to the table? Yeah, good idea. Um, so Capricorn, where Saturn is going into retrograde, this constellation is like Kate said, the boss energy of the Zodiac. It's like the the one who lays down the rules for the sake of the rest. It's the one who makes its presence known to the world through work. Capricorn rules the 10th house. And that's like, it's also called our midheaven. And that's literally the face that we portray to the world and the mark that we leave on it. So that's very Capricorn energy is like having a, a sense of a mark to leave or having a sense of like leadership directing what you're doing to help other people capricorn mm. is like it's also an earth sign so it's sensitive it's just built up a rigidity around that sensitivity because it doesn't want to be perceived as weak so it's like a mature earth sign that has been hurt and is guarded and is going to rule the world because of it <laughs> That's badass. <laughs> it is pretty badass. So, like, basically, <laughs> since we have two planets in retrograde in Capricorn and all these degrees taken up mm-hmm. in the Capricorn retrogrades, what I'm getting from this is that the energy is we're not fucking around anymore, question mark. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think that, right. I can feel that, like, responsibility, but, like, responsibilities that you choose to be responsible for yeah yeah and going deep within to make sure that you know what that is like what do you actually want to be responsible for so like mm, yes absolutely because retrograde times are all about looking inward reflecting and it's sometimes a very unlucky time but also generally transformative time and it's just like ugh. Yeah, a lot. 
Oh my gosh. Like this seriously, what is going on? This is such a time to be alive right now. I know. I completely agree. I completely agree. So I don't even know where to start, but I'll (laughs) give you, okay. So I'll just talk a little bit about what Saturn in retrograde is going to look like for us. Okay. So Saturn in retrograde energy is a feeling of like privilege and duty or how accessing privilege is a duty or how duty, the fact that we have a duty to something is a privilege, like the connection between privilege and duty. Also generally like new mastery, new goals and a recap of growth. So as we look inwards, it's going to be like making a new sense of structure, boundaries, and discipline for ourselves and how we interact with others. There will be an evaluation of our maturity and our work and our ethics. So some of us are obviously going to feel this more intensely than others because some of us live more ethically than others. And those people who are lacking are probably going to feel a little bit more intense frustrations this period because Saturn in retrograde and the sign of its rulership is basically like we have no more use for this. Literally, we are shedding. You can't stop it. Pluto's here too. We're getting rid of stuff. So it's going to look like people growing up and facing their fears. It's going to look like adulting, (laughs) which still makes me cringe to think of as a millennial, but we're going to be adulting, you guys. It's a thing. We're going to face those fears about the world and ourselves and our gifts and the barriers we put in place to accessing our light. Things like this are going to just be coming through. Also, like I said before, we're going to be assessing the progress we've already made. Um, We might experience problems in relation to integrity or um, our overall goals and vision. Um, As I said before, we're going to experience maybe problems or issues with ethics or obstacles and fears. Generally, we're going to be feeling jazzed about organization, reprioritizing, and conquering procrastination. Yes. (laughs) Time to get shit done. Yes. Time to go direct with ourselves, ironically enough, in this retrograde period. And it's interesting, too, because it's Saturn is called the, the god of time sometimes, but he's also called very masculine energy, why I say he, called the lord of karma in other times. So we're going to be in this time where, because the lord of karma is right next to Pluto, in this like powerful constellation sign and the south node is right with all of this too and the south node is about like the collective unconscious what we've left behind what our ancestors had and what we've learned from them so this period of like the lord of karma looking inwards with all of this happening around it a lot of astrologers are sort of predicting that This is intense. It's either going to look like a lot of people are... mm, Soul contracts are going to come up big time. 
but it could look like soul contracts being resolved beautifully and moving forward and being able to access twin twin flame connections like we haven't before because we had these blockages or it could look like confrontations in relation to soul contracts that you still have to face wow yes my eye is twitching (laughs) 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 that's intense Oh. oh man yeah, That's and really intense. I think it's so like beautifully timed too, as these always seem to be that these like twin flame themes and soul contract themes are coming up because the pagan holiday of it's spelled like Beltane but pronounced Bealtanai. This holiday is coming up to celebrate the divine masculine and the divine feminine finally achieving union. Wow. And it's like what <laughs> what <laughs> Twin Flame Central. Yeah. We're going to be able to evolve through the pain of those associations and get to the core and like use those balance, use those balance relationships of divine masculine and divine feminine to heal this earth. And of course there are like women who embody divine masculine and men who embody divine feminine. So this is like not a heteronormative association at all. It's just that when a couple of a twin flame couple comes together, it is always by definition a balance of divine masculine and divine feminine energy. So yeah, yeah. energy, not body parts. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that holiday is tomorrow, in case anyone is unsure. Yeah, May first. So... Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So what what do you have to help us through this time? Okay. So yeah, feel feel a little better in the sense that like none of these times are naturally unlucky. They are better described as DNA upgrades. So this DNA upgrade we're receiving from the Lord of Karma is to perfect our abilities to manifest through discipline. So when you think about it that way, I think that already helps. Um, but also some things that you can have around you or eat or hold in these times are like certain stones or crystals that are ruled by Saturn, have a very Saturn energy. And this just happens to be dark crystals and stones like onyx, obsidian, jet and hematite, Apache tear is a form of obsidian, um, but definitely a darker guy. Um, even coal or anthracite, another name for coal. Brown jaspers, dark dark colored jaspers, black tourmaline, um, and even salt. Salt mm-hmm. is related to Saturn. So I don't know, maybe include that in your personal rituals a little bit more or like salt is an incredibly purifying mineral in use of magic so yeah if you feel like you need to purify your goals or your vision for what you're doing with work or your future your relationships maybe just like sprinkle a little salt on a table and like throw it over your shoulder or incorporate salt in some way into your life that it doesn't already exist take go to salt therapy yes I actually need to schedule another appointment with that so I'm gonna do it yes you need to do that or just (laughs) uh (laughs) Sprinkle some, like, around your room if you're having a really hard time with this retrograde. Like, 
just put some like around your bed or in the corners of your room yeah or at the boundary of your door if you're having trouble with housemates yeah great idea great idea may or may not have done that before anyways next topic (laughs) (laughs) um there's another okay so the metal associated with saturn is lead lead is obviously not great (laughs) for humans to be around but it's a powerful energetic barrier so i wonder instead of using lead and i know pencils don't actually have like lead in them anymore it's graphite but if you have a pencil and you want to like draw a barrier in salt you can also just like draw a line on the floor with your pencil and use the sort of lead that's in there the symbolic lead to make your presence and your barriers known or get more creative with your drawing capabilities or accept your creativity with your drawing capabilities and use a pencil to draw or write out what you want to manifest. Like there's a lot that you can do here with lead without actually using lead. I just thought of this too. If you're having a problem with boundaries, which Mm -hmm. I might have to do for myself, um, when you sit down to meditate, like surround yourself with a circle of salt and do a boundary meditation and like talk yourself through what boundaries you are setting and like ways your boundaries have been crossed that you will not tolerate anymore. And just like set the intention that the salt that's around you is creating this barrier in your energetic field and you won't allow any of these new boundaries to cross that line. Wow, Kate, that is such a beautiful and amazing idea. My ear is like pounding in response to it on the inside. It's like body loves it. Also, I am probably going to just incorporate that into the Saturn retrograde meditation. Perfect. I was going to suggest that. Yes. Perfect. Which, by the way, you guys, Sam is doing the meditations for these retrogrades and they are fucking amazing like if you guys want to just trip balls while you're sober and like connect to the space listen to the retrograde meditation seriously she did a fantastic job with them oh good job you're welcome you're welcome anyways (laughs) okay so all right one other level is the herbs or plants or foods that you can eat that help with saturn retrograde um, and there, are, it's really interesting looking through my notes um, about the planetary associations with plants because Saturn, like with all these black and dark stones, Saturn's energy in the mineral and plant world is sometimes really toxic. So it rules plants like belladonna, uh, wolfsbane, hemlock. Um, oh my God. Yeah, so... <laughs> I mean, if you, if you know anything about homeopathy, maybe you can incorporate a homeopathic cure with belladonna or wolfsbane or hemlock. And these might sound like if you were to eat these plants, it would do damage to your body. But taking a homeopathic cure, it's so, so like distanced from the original source that it's a medicine that will only help you if you need it. And it won't hurt you if you don't need it. So if you do choose to incorporate these more powerful plant healers, um, I recommend homeopathy instead of ingesting the actual dudes or dudettes. Also, please, maybe just if you want to be in the presence of the actual plant, use the pencil technique and like draw 
a lithograph of what you see um, and like be in that space with the, with the healer and enjoy it in a different way. Other guys, which are not as toxic and super cool, um, include patchouli, which is a great um, scented mm. or incense for any occasion. I love patchouli smells. Um, mullen, which is sort of like a fuzzy leaf plant that when it's dried is a good substitute to like stop you from smoking. It helps break bad habits. Um, also hemp and beets. So if you don't incorporate hemp seeds as a supplement to your diet, I recommend doing that this season. And if you're not eating any beets, I would super change that or maybe put a beet in your juice or your smoothie next time you make it. Um, especially if you're feeling like life is really restricting you or your new system and your new set of rules is like not quite clicking into place yet. We're going to beat the system. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's that's awesome. I'm glad that there is non-toxic ones because I was kind of worried there for a second. <laughs> yeah, there are there are non-toxic non-toxic ones. You can always just burn the patchouli incense or like if you find a fuzzy leafed plant outside and you live in the north northern hemisphere, um, it's probably a mullen relation. So you just like pet that fuzzy guy. Amazing. There Aww. you go. Not toxic and cute. Fuzzy guys. um something else because i've mentioned this about the other retrograde periods is that a good amount of people will have saturn retrograde in their natal chart and for these people um like someone i just did a reading for the other day this is gonna be like finally things are clicking into place with work finally things are clicking into place with your goals and your vision and how your discipline makes that real how you're manifesting your goals. But it's extra interesting because people who have Saturn retrograde in their natal chart, it correlates with past life issues relating to avoiding responsibility or with um, not having enough self-discipline. So in past lives, these people have struggled here, but in this period of time right now, these people are going to thrive and it's gonna set new foundations for their futures. Wow. Awesome one, you guys. I'm excited for you. So how can you tell in your chart if a planet was in retrograde? Like, I know uh, I know we use astro.com, so maybe we can talk about that website. But Yeah, of course. I do definitely use astro.com first and foremost when reading someone's chart. And thankfully, they just do a really good job of incorporating a lot of information into the just, like, standard natal chart chart reading like the one that actually looks like a circle um with all the little glyphs on the inside if you find that aspect on astro.com there's like the the picture that i said the circle with the glyphs inside but then like to the left of it is always the written stuff and next to those written things it'll have like in quotation or um in parentheses it'll have a little lowercase r and that means that planet was in retrograde okay yeah so that information is i probably made it more complicated than it needed to be it's right there on the main chart that you get from astro.com written where like the words are yeah so on astro.com there's a circle with a bunch of like 
images and glyphs, like Sam said. And there's a little square chart that says each planet and what constellation it falls under. And the and degrees there's a, and everything, yeah. Yeah, and there's an R next to it if it's in retrograde? Yep. Okay, I thought that's what it was, but I was like, it can't be that easy. <laughs> it's that easy. And if you don't trust it or for some reason that's not coming up for you, I've also just, like, done this for myself because I didn't realize Astro had all the information they needed. Um, But you can, like, Google Pluto retrograde across time. And eventually you'll find a calendar of dates when Pluto was in retrograde. And then you can align that with your birth date and, like, oh, Pluto was in retrograde when I was born and do the same with Saturn and do the same with any other planet that happens to be going into retrograde that you want to figure it out. But um, yeah, you probably don't need to work that hard because Astro includes everything you need. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. So we're looking out for if Saturn's in retrograde in your chart, we're Mm -hmm. looking out for the degrees between 20 and 25? It's... 13 and 24 Saturn. It's 20 and 25 for Pluto. Okay, so 13 and 24, anything that falls under those degrees, you look to what house it falls in to see where that this energy is going to be hitting. Yes. Okay. Yep, anything from the 13th to the 20th degree, whatever planets are there, that is where you are going to be assessing your progress, and whatever house that's in is where you will see that happen in your life. Yes. Okay, and then if you have anything that is falling under Capricorn, will that affect you during this retrograde too? Absolutely. Anything that you have in the sign of Capricorn, great point, Kate. Anything in the sign of Capricorn is going to be lit up right now, but differently. It's not going to, well, so whatever house Capricorn is in, in your chart, that's a place where you're generally going to feel a lot of shifting. Oh. That's like a a place in your life. a situation or a way of being that you will see shifting. And then any planets that are in the sign of Capricorn are going to be sort of lit up for you. I don't know how else to say that. It's like if you had Venus in Capricorn, you would be feeling a lot of shaking up within or reevaluation or discipline in relation to love, romance, beauty, intimacy, relationships like that kind of thing so whatever theme the planet is all about that theme will be lit up in your life what about if it's your sun or your rising sign that means that so yeah if you have capricorn sun or capricorn rising capricorn ascendant you're gonna feel like maybe So there are a couple of ways this can feel. It can feel like there have been blockages to you shining your light that are now falling away. It can feel like your sense of self is shifting, but you're not ready for it. And then you will do with that whatever you will. It can feel like there's a new aspect of yourself evolving that you're just ready now to grow into and accept and embrace. It could mean that like, new gifts are coming in for you, new abundance, new chances, new restrictions, possibly a new set of rules, a new system that helps you manifest. Yeah, it'll be an intense period of time for anyone with sun in Capricorn or Capricorn rising. 
That is for sure. These babies are about to be reborn. Wow, that's so exciting to hear, though. Like, if you know any Capricorns, just watch them transform over the summer. It's just going to happen before your eyes. It will. Mm-hmm. That's really exciting to hear. And I know that our generation has, I think, um, there's two planets that our generation has in Capricorn, like within span of four or five years. Yeah, you're right. It's Uranus and Neptune. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So that's exciting, too, because that's like rebellion and dreaming and technology. Yes. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I'm so proud of you for bringing that in and for making these associations. Um, Thank you. I I learned all this from you. (laughs) It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. So for our generation, for millennials, you're exactly right. A lot is going to be just like feeling like bubbling up change within us. New dreams. Literally check your dreams, start writing them down because a lot of symbols and messages will be coming through, but also your life dreams and your goals. We're, like I said, we're ready to adult. Finally, we're doing it. We're doing it, you guys. Also, another thing about dreams, please, like, share your dreams with someone. Or, like, if you dream about someone, tell them, even if it's something weird, like someone you haven't talked to for a while, tell them. Because right now, there's something crazy as fuck going on in the collective with dreaming. Like, there were three or four days in a row last week where a big group of people kept having dreams of each other. And like some people who I've never even met before were having the same dreams. And like I said, there's just something crazy going on in the collective. So just share these dreams with people and keep track of them because something is like going on for real. Wow. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. And then I feel like too with Uranus and Taurus, and then we all have, Uranus and Capricorn in our birth charts and those are both like earth energies we're ready to make this transformative change here on earth and the energy is like here to support it Mm. yes I couldn't agree with that more and it's so smart of you to notice that they're both earth signs so it will be a positive association in astrology that aspect is a trine it makes a triangle because there are only three of each element so yeah, that positive wow. association has a name, and it is a thing, and yes, it will, oh, yay. it will be beautiful. We're ready, we're owning it, and we're going to heal the earth. Like, we know it, that a lot of us know that's what we were here for. Like, yeah, deep inside, we know that we're not content unless we're working to benefit humanity and the earth. And now, yep, I'm... And I just feel like throwing this in there really quick. If you are a person who wants to start healing the earth or you want to do more and you're not really sure what you can do, there's so many podcast ideas and like meditations that we have in mind that we want to release. But I really feel like we could release an earth healing meditation soon. Mm. But for right now, like what I can send you off with, and obviously you guys can reach out to us on Instagram at any time you have questions or like need ideas, just find us on Instagram our names are in the details description box but just try and connect with nature as much as you can in any way at least once a day if you can and I've said this so many times before but if I maybe if I like repeat myself it will get through to you like 
hug trees and I'm not being funny about this like hug trees (laughs) walk barefoot on the earth lay in the grass lay on the dirt like be naked in nature if you can in any way if you find this a secluded spot be naked in nature to connect like your soul complete bare body with nature's complete bare body it's like kangaroo care when a baby is born um you can also like create energy balls by grounding and centering and rubbing the palms of your hands together to create energy between your hands and give it to the earth like slam your hands into the ground to give that energy to the earth you can also simply just envision the earth surrounded in golden light and everyone and everything on the earth being healed and abundant and yeah just try and incorporate that into your daily routine if possible there's so many more things that we can do but that's what I can send you off with right now Mm, thank you for that Kate that's great so helpful and yeah it is like Capricorn being an earth sign and Saturn being ruled by earth too it's a powerful time for all to be working for healing the earth and if you feel like if you feel like you're overwhelmed in your if you feel like you're overwhelmed in your approach to healing the divine masculine and you're like not ready to heal the earth yet you're still working on something corrupt inside yourself now is also a great time to just like look inwards at that what has been corrupted by patriarchy what has been told you have to bear without feeling anything like all of those stereotypically toxic elements of masculinity those things are also coming up to be healed so if you're feeling like I don't want to hug trees I don't want to love the earth it's probably because you have to go inside yourself first heal that divine masculine element love it embrace it and start to find balance with that and the divine feminine around you And in time with doing healing meditations of that nature, you will be so able to be at the place where Kate and I are at, where we want to be barefoot with the earth and hug trees, be that weirdo hippie that's like naked running through the woods. Like you'll get there. You'll get there. Absolutely. And I also want to point out that by healing yourself, you heal the world and by healing the world, you heal yourself. So Don't Mm -hmm. think that just because you're not able to do these things that you're not doing something for the greater good of all. Like anytime you heal something for yourself, you are healing for more than just yourself. You are healing for every person that has ever went through that wound or ever will go through that trauma. You are healing the earth because you are part of the earth. You are connected to the crystalline grid of this earth. And anytime you do inward work and change your DNA and heal yourself, it is going into the earth and healing the earth as well. So just keep that in mind that like you're not being selfish by choosing to not take my suggestions and heal yourself and do self-care instead. Like you still are doing good for everyone by doing that. Mm, So even if you are doing just that, like, thank you for doing that. We, we appreciate everything that you are doing. Oh man. I love the way you said that so much. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Another thing that I thought about saying earlier and then I forgot and then I just remember now. Yes. And you guys might have to like rewind back to what Sam said earlier. You said something about our DNA activating Mm -hmm. with these retrogrades. And guys, we can make this a lot easier for ourselves by just talking to our bodies and talking to our DNA. Like truly the power of our words is so strong and fierce 
that it helps things so much by just talking to like your organs and your higher self and your physical self. Like I have said in podcasts before, if you're experiencing energetic downloads and your body is like shaking or trembling, like I have been dealing with, you can make it so much quicker and easier for yourself by just saying out loud, I accept this download quickly and easily into my body. I am able to transmute energy with ease and grace. I release anything that is not serving me. I is being given to me. And I do this process with ease and grace. You can say to your DNA, like, I activate you now, all of the memories that you have stored in your DNA that you need to remember for your highest good are activated now. All of the healing that you need in your body is activated now. You can talk to your organs and like, I've been talking to my liver a lot lately because I'm doing a liver cleanse right now. Like I'm telling my liver that I love it multiple times throughout the day. I'm telling it that it is able to release what's not serving it anymore. I'm telling my body that it doesn't need to hold on to anything anymore and it can let go. Even when I go to the restroom, I'm, ta- I'm talking to my bowel movements and my urine. Like I'm releasing anything from my body that is not serving me anymore. There's just so much you can do. You can make a ritual out of every single thing in your life. And you can just make this shift and these DNA upgrades so much quicker and stronger for you by just talking to yourself and activating your DNA with your words. Wow. That's incredibly powerful. Thank you so much for sharing that and for remembering that and not losing it. Yeah, that is intense. And I normally, I'm like super not into talking to myself. I don't know why. I just rarely, rarely do it. And I will sometimes go for like a long period of hours in the morning where I'm just utterly silent and like note that my first words are to my cat or something. Oh, (laughs) But there was a morning recently after Pluto retrograde started where I was just like going through some transformation stuff. And I like sat down in my kitchen, like with a meditation pillow beneath my butt and was like, all right, we're releasing this. Like, it is actually time to upgrade from this nonsense. Like, we're actually done. We are actually done. Body, thank you for what you've done with this and, like, for what it taught us. But we're finally done. (laughs) And so, yeah, um, I'm so glad you said that because it just makes me feel good and less weird. (laughs) Okay, I had a really hard time with it at first, too. But, like, Also, my whole life, I've been a person who talks to myself, like, when I'm, like, not in this sense, but, like, when I'm going through something, I'm like, okay, now this needs, this, this, and this, like, I'm Mm, just saying out loud um, my mental list. (laughs) Yeah, yes, and so, like, that aspect was always there, but when I switched it to, like, positive talking to myself, and one day we'll eventually discuss the shadow phases that I had to go through before getting to this phase and how I was negatively talking to myself all the time and how I don't do that anymore because I saw how much it was harming me. But when I first made this switch, I was having a hard time with it. Like I was hearing recommendations from all these high up people that like really know what they're talking about. And I'm like, there has to be some truth to this. Like, why do I feel silly when I do this? Why do I feel like it's not working? Why do I feel like if someone like is eavesdropping on me, they're going to think I'm crazy and, you know, they might still think I'm crazy, but now I have seen the process and I've seen how it works and it truly does work. And it makes a huge difference because when you think about it, like your body is actually remembering everything that you are telling it. It's like our body is a computer 
and our mouth is the mouse and it's choosing to click on where it wants to go and like direct the next steps and you can literally manifest what you need and want for yourself by telling yourself what you need and want and your body will remember that and act accordingly and this goes for healing and for relieving of anything that you don't need anymore and also there's pieces of our dna that are just waiting for us to literally tell them to wake up and start working like the only code that they need is your words amazing so your body (laughs) like your soul is locked but your mouth is the key yes amazing yes I was going to say something else in relation to that, too. It's like those experiments that we've seen where there are glasses of water and you write a word on the outside or like, yes, you have a plant and you like feel an energy towards the plant and it affects how it grows or it affects how crystals form in the water when it freezes. Like our bodies are composed of 75 percent water. We are that cup of water. If that Mm -hmm. helps anyone, like we are that imprintable that we have this for ourselves. Just look those images up and honestly I'm glad you brought that up because that's one of the things that actually made me start to believe that this was working because I started I know you remember this when I would carry a big jug around with all these positive words written all over it yes of course and the water actually tasted different like I was doing an experiment like one water jug without words and then another jug with all these positive words like tattooed on this water bottle and the water physically was like textured differently like the positive words one was a little bit thicker and it didn't freak me out because I knew it was all good wow but it actually tasted different and it made me feel so different and that's one of the things that made me realize okay these words are actually affecting my body but over time as I become more and more sensitive to energy I can actually feel the change happening like as I am saying these words if I'm ever like stressed out now if I just stop what I'm doing and I take a deep breath and I say to myself I am calm. I am patient. I am grounded. I am calm. I am calm. I am calm. I am like instantly relieved. My energy transforms before my eyes. Like seriously. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> my body loves it too. <laughs> mm. Which just yeah. reminds me, like, especially in this year, 2019, as Uranus is in Taurus, don't forget the importance of body work now, guys. Like, speak to that body it is also important okay has there has there been something going on with that like I don't know if you can answer this right now or not um I have been having a really hard time personally with body work and some people around me have right now and you know how much of a like body work queen I am I have not felt like doing anything with my body like my body feels frozen almost like it does not want to move hmm Yeah, I wonder, hmm, I wonder if that's something in your, oh boy, that's all opposite your first house, everything, everything happening in Taurus right now opposes your everything. Oh, man. And I think probably other people who are feeling this, some of them might have heavy Scorpio placements, as Scorpio is the sister sign or opposition to Taurus, but it could just be that I mean, I've also been hearing from a lot of people that like bodies have been tired, bodies have been needing sleep even more. And I wouldn't say that that's wrong or bad or off course at all. The sleep part, especially because um, 
I think that we're all receiving a lot more than we realize when, when we're sleeping. Mm -hmm. And, um, those upgrades are just as important as the ones we could get when we're like doing yoga or getting a massage or going to salt therapy or doing something more body centered. But I do think that with like being in Taurus for anything, there's sort of a laziness or like, I'm not going to do it until I really have to do it energy. (laughs) So it could be that like that stubbornness is just coming through for a lot of people. And I find myself just losing track of time and days and like wanting to do yoga and like never getting to it. And suddenly it's two days later, but Saturn is the God of time and Pluto is the God of transformation. So it's just like stuff is shifting all around us. And if we just like feel like we don't have time or we miss it, that's probably an aligned feeling. Or if we feel like we're sort of, butting butting up against it and like gnashing teeth and like not sort of positively facing the the body work aspect I'm sure that there's an astrological association there for you but I also think that yeah it's it's a tough time because I say body work is so important but I know Taurus is not an active sign that makes so much sense that resonates hardcore so yeah it's like maybe once the Uranus upgrade comes through for us in this season and we actually like click and follow, follow what this is going to mean for us for the next seven or eight years while Uranus is in Taurus, then maybe that bodywork stuff will also receive an upgrade. But until then, yeah, that's a great point. And I'm glad that you bring that up from the collective. You might all sort of be feeling very hesitant to do the bodywork until your body forces you to. Yeah, this has been going on for like three weeks now. And I'm realizing that I'm experiencing these energetic shifts a little bit before it officially goes into either the retrograde or the new sign. I'm experiencing a little bit beforehand. So that just, it really resonates that it's Taurus is to blame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I have an ascending Taurus in my chart. So it's like, this feels normal to me. <laughs> to some degree, it's like, yeah. Yeah, there are days when I forget the body work. Yeah, there are days when I don't. But it's more, yeah, because like that means Uranus is transiting my first house. It means that I'll just be more comfortable with that change. Interesting. So fascinating. Interesting. Hmm. All right. Well, is there anything else I think I'm done channeling for now (laughs) (laughs) okay nice (laughs) nice I did want to mention like we did with the Pluto retrograde episode what was happening the last few times in time that Saturn was doing this going into retrograde in Capricorn absolutely so it's just interesting because themes of restriction and restructuring the government um, in areas of economy and civil rights have come up for the past several incarnations of this 30 year period. So like most recently, this happened in 1988 to 1991. There were a couple of retrogrades of this caliber in this sign. And that was the time that the Cold War ended. The Berlin Wall was torn down. Um, Time and Warner media groups merged to create this basically media monopoly And McDonald's did its first um, 
like business it like its first mortar and pestle business in moscow like mcdonald's began to spread so there's this sense of like things ending weird things beginning but then 30 years before that was when like the berlin wall was built it was when the cold war started interesting there's like things that start and end in these times also civil rights is always lit up in these times and then like 30 years before that was like 1929 to 1932 and that was an economic terror of years because the stock market crashed in 1929 and then the great depression happened in 1930 in the dust bowl and there was a famine in the soviet union and gandhi was doing his um protests and diplomacy around famine and salt and civil rights and so there's just this sense that salt things are super shifting in relation to economy and how we relate to one another the restrictions that we've had in place we're going to be questioning them seriously did you say he was protesting for salt he was protesting around salt because the british were like coming into India and taking all of the salt from the seas where the salt would gather. And salt is like an incredibly expensive and prized spice as like, it just happens to be because salt is so useful for so many things. So just like we said earlier, Oh my God, I didn't even make the correlation with salt. (laughs) That's why I was like, salt. Did you say salt? They're like salt. I'm like, yeah, the story. You're like, no, the salt. (laughs) Wow. Wow. That's weird. Wow. Wow. I'm honestly overwhelmed by that, and I don't know how to feel. Salt is important, I guess. Really important. Oh, my God. You know how we talked in the Pluto retrograde episode about, like, with Pluto going into retrograde, the depths come up, and I thought, be plastic in oceans. Yeah. Salt salt water? Yeah. Uh Mark? Uh-oh. Take some salt baths, guys. Yeah. Go to salt therapy, take some salt baths, be in the ocean, because things are about to get shaken up. I honestly really hope it is, like, the collective stepping up to face this plastic epidemic. And, like, we just quit our jobs for two fucking weeks and clean the ocean. Like, that's what I really want to happen. That would be amazing. You know what? We should just be the ones who start this project. (laughs) Dude. Dude, Portia would support us. I feel like the people you work for also would support you. To be determined. (laughs) Dot, 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 question mark. I wish you could see my mystical hands right now. Oh my god, I love that. (laughs) Wow, Mm -hmm. amazing. Was there any more on history? No, that was it. That was all that I pulled together, just those three cycles back. Still fascinating. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you for all of that helpful, helpful information. Is there anything else you want to add before we go off here? I just want to say for those of you who end up going through really tough encounters in relation to soul contracts and karmic debts, that there will be resolution. And um, if it feels like anyone has to go through a dark night of the soul to get through this stuff, again, you can always reach out to us as you go through these experiences, if you have a really, really hard time, we're so here for you. That's basically all I want to say. Absolutely. Yeah. 
I love y'all. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Yeah, we love Love you guys. Thank you. I love you too. Thank you so much. You have been so helpful for so many people. I'm having a lot of people tell me that these podcasts are helping them a lot. So yeah, thank you for your information. Yes. It's so funny because you were like, at the beginning of the episode, you were saying something um, about how like people are grateful in the same way. And I was just feeling on the inside, like, I'm just grateful for this podcast because I wouldn't have been drawing these like things together unless I had this sense of purpose to do so. I'm just so grateful that like the people who are listening that feel grateful are there and like are bringing out this side of me that I didn't know existed. So thank you guys so much, so, so much for giving me this inspiration and for receiving it so well. Yeah, same here. (laughs) Same here, a beautiful thing. Indeed. All right, well, we send you guys off with love and light as always. Mm -hmm. And stay tuned for the Saturn Retrograde Meditation. Check out the other Retrograde Meditations. They are dope and will be very helpful. And basically, that's it. Yep, and later this week, hopefully we'll be able to get out the solar plexus chakra podcast for you all. Yes. And soon after that, the meditation. And yeah, we'll, because yeah, it was a super intense time with retrogrades. Three planets went in succession into their retrograde phases, and we kind of had to put off the chakra stuff, but it'll come back very soon, very soon. I, I have a premonition that, that uh, podcasts are going to be pouring in in May. I just have that feeling. Oh, man. I'm ready for it. Me too. I hope you guys are ready for it. (laughs) Yeah. Get ready, listeners. All right. Well, have a great day. We love you guys so much. Yes. And thanks for listening. Indeed. Thank you all. Love you. Bye.